Dan Bongino. Welcome to the Bongino Brief. I'm Dan Bongino. The media is trying to portray the Republican Party and conservatives as doing what they're doing in an effort to distract you. A really disgusting piece came out yesterday in the New York Times trying to insinuate that the collapse of the republic is our fault. It's titled, How to Tell When Your Country Is Past the Point of No Return. Well, um, if we are past the point of no return, we're at the point of no return or past it because of you, because of you and your declining credibility. I want you to think for a moment about all of the things as a matter of fact, not opinion, as a matter of fact, the Democrats and their media ass kissers have been up to in the past few years, right? We know they colluded with foreign agents. We know that, right? Christopher Steele was, in fact, a foreign agent for the British government. He had retired at the time, but he was a foreign agent. We know they colluded with him, right? We know they colluded with him to interfere in the 2016 election. We know those are facts. Those are facts, however uncomfortable for the left-wing media. That happened. So Democrats are colluders and Democrats interfere in elections. That we know. We know Democrats have a long, undistinguished history of challenging any election at the national and local level that they lose. Oh, I've got a super cut of that coming up next. So the Democrats, we know, collude with foreign agents. We know they interfere in elections and we know they challenge the integrity of elections when they lose elections. So there's a three for right there. We know the Democrats have a long history of advocating for, in some cases, and in many cases, apologizing for street violence and allowing it uh, to happen. Political violence, too. That's a fact. Video coming up next. Receipts always attached, folks. We know the Democrats also have a history of questioning the vaccine. Why do I bring that up? Because if you dare question the vaccine, you're an anti-vaxxer or some ridiculous conspiracy theorist, right? Which is strange because, again, there's a, a, a long history of Democrats when Donald Trump was in charge questioning the vaccine, yet they accuse you of doing the same thing. Kind of weird, right? Again, that's a matter of fact, fact. The fact checkers say, oh, no, no, they weren't questioning the vaccine. They were questioning Donald Trump. Bull, go back and watch what they were saying. Democrats have a history of violating rules and norms. Elizabeth Warren's already talking now about packing the Supreme Court because she doesn't like decisions from the Supreme Court on abortion that haven't even happened yet. One of them, the Texas one, but that was more about procedure. Also, we know the Democrats have been ignoring protocol rules and, quote, norms forever. Listen, this may sound like a wonky story. I'll sum it up quickly. But it's a very disturbing story. There is the FDIC chairman. uh, They have a, a procedure for putting out new rules. One of the Biden appointees who's running the CFPB, Consumer Financial Protection Bureau, has basically given the double barreled family friendly middle finger to the FDIC and said, we're not doing that old process anymore. I'm taking over the FDIC, and here's what I'm going to do. Don't Listen, I know you're like, oh, that's a really wonky, weird show. No, no, no. Oh, it, believe oh. me, in D.C., it's raising a lot of, a lot of arm, alarm bells. The guy has just hijacked, hijacked the FDIC because he wants to supervise bank mergers. The Democrats are doing this. I say, screw them. We're going to call them out. Here, from the New York Times piece, notice how, now that I just showed I just showed to you the facts, and I'll provide the receipts in a moment, notice how the Democrats, their media ass-kissers, now have to accuse us of everything they did. Here, from the New York Times piece, they're citing a couple others in the piece as well. They say, talking about Republicans, 
they're much less likely to be thinking about the health of basic pillars of democracy. <laughs> That's hilarious. Electoral integrity, the rule of law, the legitimacy of the opposition, and the integrity of rights. You, this, this has to be a joke. Our political system's in crisis, and we should be shouting from the rooftops about it and coming together to save it. Yeah, I agree. Save it from you idiots. He also addresses this guy at Vox who wrote, we're experiencing failures on both the elite and mass public level, he wrote, as Republican elites have chosen to normalize the violence committed by their extreme right flank on January 6th. Normalizing violence. That is freaking hilarious. You have got to be kidding me. Oh, big time. Big time. You must be joking. Talk about projection like we've never seen before. More in a minute, but first. If you're looking for a firearm that's easy to transport, you got to check out the U.S. Survival Rifle from Henry Repeating Arms. It's a portable rifle you can put together and take apart in a few minutes. And then when you're not using it, you can store the parts in the little case it comes in. It's so small, it can be stored anywhere, in a go bag, anywhere. It's light enough to carry everywhere. Comes in black and two different camo patterns. You can pick one up for three to $400, depending on the finish. You can watch a few videos at henryusa.com slash survival. And while you're there, be sure to order their free catalog. Henry makes more than 200 rifles, shotguns, and revolvers in the role made in America, backed by a lifetime satisfaction guarantee and the best customer service in the business. Go to their website. It's henryusa.com and be sure to order a free catalog. They'll send it with free decals on a list of dealers in your area. That's henryusa.com for a free catalog and decals and to see the Henry U.S. Survival Rifle. With cyber attacks on the rise, protecting your data security is more important than ever. So why is Congress considering a law that puts your data at greater risk of being hacked and exposed to foreign networks? The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill shifts billions in consumer spending to less secure payment networks, all so that corporate megastores can make bigger profits. Don't let Durbin Marshall steal your data. Visit handsoffmyrewards.com security and tell your senators to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. Paid for by Electronic Payments Coalition. You need evidence? You should. I always produce the backup evidence. I will never leave you hanging out there. The evidence, ladies and gentlemen, is everywhere. So it's the right normalizing violence. We're doing that? I don't know anyone on the right normalizing violence. However, I know a whole bunch of people on the left and in the media normalizing violence. Again, I'm not only tired of this crap, I'm tired of being tired of it. The left is disgusting. They are single-handedly dismantling the republic and trying to blame us for exactly what they're doing. Don't accept it. Turn it around and stick it right in their mugs. Here you go. Here's Chris Cuomo asking, where does it say uh, protests have to be peaceful? Check this out. And please, show me where it says that protests are supposed to be polite and peaceful. Well, it says that in the Constitution, but don't let that get in the way. But remember, it's us. It's us Republicans normalizing violence. You ever heard me say that, by the way? Have you ever heard me on my show? I, I challenge a leftist to say these words that, yeah, your protests shouldn't be peaceful. They should be violent. Have you ever, have you ever heard me say that? Never. Yeah. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you. You've been with me from episode one. Never yeah, I never said that. Never. Matter of fact, I've been the one decrying violence for a very, very long time. Because once you go down that road, there's no turning back. And a lot of people on the left and anywhere on the political spectrum calling for violence. Sadly, many of them have never experienced violence up close and personal. Once you go down that road, there's no turning back. That's a river when you cross. There's no going back in the other direction without drowning. We're the ones questioning elections and questioning process. You sure about that? Here's a supercut. I think this is a Grabian one. Hat tip, uh, Tom Elliott. 
Here's a long history of Democrats. These cuts are a little bit longer today, over a minute, but they're important. Because again, I'm proving to you the point, proving to you with hard evidence that it's the left that's dismantling norms and leading to the destruction of the republic. It's not us. Here are Democrats ranging from Hillary Clinton to Al Gore to Maxine Waters to a whole bunch of them questioning basically every election in the last 20 decades, uh, 20, excuse me, 20 years, two decades. My math, that was liberal math, that they've lost. Here, check this out. We won that election. Al Gore won the election. Al Gore was elected president of the United States. Right. This wasn't counted. You know it. I know it. They know it. We won that election. There is overwhelming evidence that George W. Bush did not win this election. Do you think Republicans stole that election? In 2000? Uh-huh. I wish the United States Supreme Court had let them finish counting the votes. The Supreme Court denied the actual and accurate counting of the votes of Florida. If Catherine Harris, Jeb Bush... Jim Baker and the Supreme Court hadn't tampered with the results, Al Gore would be president. An election has been stolen, robbed. It wasn't a fair process. It wasn't a neutral process. It was a process that was rigged against us. We actually won the last presidential election, folks. They stole the last presidential election. As we look at our election system, I think it's fair to say that there are many legitimate questions about its accuracy, about its integrity. How are you going to keep it from us being able to be in a position where you can manipulate the machines, manipulate the records? In Virginia, when I was governor, I had to replace all the machines. Too many voters have cast votes on machines that jam or malfunction or suck the votes without a trace. One quick note on that as well. While there's a certain irony in the 2020 election and a lot of the shenanigans with mass mail-in voting and the coronavirus pandemic and a number of things that should have been questioned, the uh, the, uh, the 2000 election for president, the Gore v. Bush election, there is zero evidence whatsoever, zero, that Al Gore won that election. Zero. And if you doubt me, the only question... You ever need to ask your kooky liberal friends when they say, well, go run the election against Bush. Say, please show to me, show me any evidence ever of any recount in Florida. There were a number of them that started and stopped of one recount total where Gore was ever ahead in Florida. I'll wait. They won't find one because in light of what we're discussing now in 2020, where there were known issues with the election, mass mail-in balloting for the first time. We get that. You question that. You're a conspiracy theorist. You can kiss my ass. We will talk about whatever we want. You're citing an election in 2000, which is a total conspiracy theory, your theory you want. There was never, I repeat, never a single recount, not one in Florida, not one where Al Gore was ahead, not One, there are liberals who still don't know that. Here's another one. So Republicans are the ones who condone violence? Really? Do you listen to this show? Do you listen to people on Fox? When does that, you're just, you're making that up. Not only are you making it up that we condone violence, it's you who are the grotesque advocates for violence. You have covered for it. You have apologized for it. You should doubt everything you said on every everything on this show. You should fact check yourself. I encourage it because it'll only increase my credibility with you. Here's the evidence. Here's another supercut 
of legions of Democrats condoning and openly advocating for violence. New York Times must have missed this one. Check this out. I, I, I just don't even know why there aren't uprisings all over the country. and Maybe there will be. People need to start taking to the streets. This is a dictator. You know, there needs to be unrest in the streets for as long as there is unrest in our lives. Enemies of the state. Show me where it says that protests are supposed to be polite and peaceful. Do something about your dad's immigration practices, you feckless. When they go low, we kick How do you resist the temptation to run up and wring her neck? Biggest terror threat in this country is white men, most of them radicalized right up to the right. I thought he should have punched him in the face. I said, even if you lost, he insulted your wife. Yes. He came down the escalator and called Mexicans rapists and murders. He said, well, what do you think I should have done? I said, I think you should have punched him in the face and then gotten out of the race. You would have been a hero. I'd like to punch him in the face. I said, if we were in high school, I'd take him behind the gym and beat the hell out of him. Punch some people in the face. When was the last time an actor assassinated a president? They're still going to have to go out and put a bullet in Donald Trump. And that's a fact. Look as his character is stabbed to death. Where is John Wilkes Booth when you need him? That's it right there. I have thought an awful lot about blowing up the White House. A Missouri state senator is under investigation by the Secret Service after saying she hopes President Trump is assassinated. I will go and take Trump out tonight. And if you see anybody from that cabinet in a restaurant, in a department store, at a gasoline station, you get out and you create a crowd. And you push back on them. And you tell them they're not welcome. And sadly, the domestic enemies to our voting system and our honoring our Constitution are are right at 1600 Pennsylvania Avenue. They're not going to stop before Election Day in November, and they're not going to stop after Election Day. And that should be everyone should take note of that on both levels, that this isn't they're not going to let up and they should not. Want to know why? The New York Times is saying the country's reaching the point of no return. Maybe you should ask the Democrats. I mean, the evidence is right in front of your face. The Dan Bongino Show. If you'd like to hear more, subscribe to the Dan Bongino Show wherever you get your podcasts.